Welcome back. Episode 70 of the No Clue Podcast. We have returned. Yeah, I've returned. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Mike. I'm Tyler. Welcome. Uh, Summer is pretty much over. It is. Back to business for most people. Yeah. Um, you want to start with the NFL, right? Get that out the way? Uh, yeah. So, um, LaShawn McCoy will be playing for <laughs> the Chiefs this year. Rich after the Bills. Richer. Yeah, after the Bills released him. Um, now, was the release a surprise? Um, yes and no. Uh-huh. Uh, because he's actually, you know, he's had some injury problems over there. So, and he's you know, getting up there in age. Yep. So I understand, you know, wanting to go in a younger direction. Uh, their quarterback situation is kind of messy mm-hmm. with Josh Allen. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, in that way I get it. But he was still productive when he played for them. Yeah. He was a bit uh, like a focal point of their offense. A lot of times he was the sole reason why their offense was respectable. Right. Uh, so, you know, in that way, it's weird to me, but uh, yeah, the Bills aren't exactly the smartest franchise out there. That's very true. Yeah. So, um, what do you think this does for the Chiefs? Man, I mean, <laughs> how many weapons? Dude, <laughs> Mahomes, I'm not going to lie, there's a lot of pressure on Mahomes to be good. Yeah, like, there is. There, a lot of people are already starting to like, like, kind of uh, let the hype die down. Like everybody's trying to predict that he's only going to throw for forty touchdowns or thirty-five. Like that's still a lot of touchdowns to throw for. Yeah. Uh, I'm just I'm hoping he doesn't have like a rough year because that would be a bad look, man. Yeah. And now Definitely. there's no excuse. I mean, unless they. They would have to have three offensive players injured just for us to be like, yeah, you know, they don't have all their weapons. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I won't say they're stacked, but they, they're stacked. <laughs> There's, they're, they surely they're look stacked. They've been. Yeah. And uh, and again, they got a lot of pressure on the team because. You know, the Chiefs stay going to the playoffs. Yeah. But every time, it's Brady, loss. It's, some, it's Andrew Luck, 30-point comeback. It's Marcus Mariota, 20-point comeback. Right. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. So if, if it's, you know, if it's going to be, if they're going to win, I mean, I can't imagine it being any other year. Right. Their defense has to be better. Like they got like four or five better defensive players. It was just it was they were awful defensively last year, so they can only get better. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's crazy. I don't want to predict sixteen to zero, but 
man. They got a good chance. Right. Definitely a good chance. All right. Um, what about the Jade Vion clowny trade? Yeah. What do you think about that? Uh, it doesn't like I understand why the Texans got rid of him. Because mm-hmm. you don't need another one, another you know, a lesser version of JJ Watt. Yeah. Uh, especially when you got to pay him. Right. Uh, but like the Seahawks, to me, they got better, but they're still not a deep football team. Right. You know what I mean? I think again, Seattle on the flip side of Buffalo, Seattle is a smart organization, so. They find ways to be successful, and it is a good pickup for them because they haven't had any pass rush as far as I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, how much better will it really make them? Because Clowney, Clowney, outside of that one play, I never noticed him. Right. Me you too. Know? And I, I caught a number of Texans games. I don't know why, but they were just on TV. Yeah, I, I didn't see him as, like, this, you know uh... – I didn't think it was a big deal. And I feel like if he was that big of a deal, they wouldn't have, you know, traded him in this way. Not at this time, at least. Yeah. So. he's It's not that he's a bad player. He's just disappointing as a number one pick for me. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, because I do see him, like, playing well. But it's just he never, like, he's never JJY. Like, he just doesn't jump out and... All of a sudden, you got to block him with two people minimum. Right. Like, I never noticed that. But, I mean, Seattle knows what they're doing. I'm sure he's going to – I'm sure he's going to do well there. Yeah. Carroll knows knows how to, you know, coach defense. Yeah, he does. For sure. For sure. All right. Um, You want to do our list now? And then before we go to basketball? Yeah. All right, so we're going to do our top five uh, most excited to watch quarterbacks this year. Yeah. Um, this is I think this is going to be a major year for quarterbacks, too. Oh, man. I mean, quarterbacks have only been going up statistically. Yeah. And, the you know, the rule, the rule changes are definitely um, – I mean, it's – I don't think it's changing the game that much, but it is, you know – it does something, and you can see it. Yeah, it's a visible change. Um. All right, you want to go first? Uh, how are we going? Straight through the five, or by every single one? Um, we can do one at a time. One at a time. All right. So my five, and I would be kind of shocked if he wasn't on your list, but Lamar Jackson. For sure. Uh, I wanted to put him higher, honestly, but. I just I don't know how exciting it will be because you know they're they run the ball uh-huh. and I'm not like I like football but good running teams are boring to watch right and I don't like it's it's hard to notice in football sometimes because you think when a running back breaks free for you know 70 yards they're having a good game running the ball right when they're not but Baltimore last year like actually pounded the ball and committed to running yeah uh 
So it's going to be like I'm curious to see how Jackson improves because mm-hmm. he's going to have to improve. He's not going to be able to just go wild out there and try to throw college passes. Yeah. Uh, it's got he's got to be a little more accurate. He doesn't have to be like his he doesn't have to be Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball, but he also can't be, you know, Tim Tebow. Right. And and you know, I think he's going to and I'll just give my analysis too since he's on my list eventually. Okay. Um I I also think he needs to be able to find that balance of risk taking while also being safe, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He can't be Robert Griffin and then, you know, uh be too risky and then get hurt, but he also has to use his skill. He has to do what he does best. So um, I think that'll be interesting to see. I think he's going to do it this year. He's going to figure it out. But I definitely want to see that. And they surrounded him with a lot of talent. Yeah, I trust Baltimore, similar to, you know, the, uh, you got to have faith in some of these organizations to, like, go in the right direction. Because mm-hmm. we, we see with some of these teams, like, they don't do that. You would expect them to go a certain way, but they're just – they end up getting stuck in like purgatory. Yeah. And in football, it's so much harder to get out of that. Yeah, it is. Like you have to have first of all, you have to have a quarterback, then you now you have to have a line that protects the quarterbacks. It's just it's tough, man. Baltimore is one of the teams I don't have doubts about. Mhm. Gotcha. Okay. Um oh, my fifth uh <laughs> Um, Jacoby Brissett, man. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I mean, obviously, is spontaneous. He got launched into the role. Um, I want to see what he does. I'm, I'm really curious. A lot of people had the Colts as a, I won't say favorite, but as a contender this year, or they were hoping they would be at least. And um, he got his time to shine, man. Every quarterback dreams of it. Every young quarterback dreams of it. And he got it. I want to see I want to see what he does with it. For sure. Now, I mean, especially with this team. Um, you know what I'm excited for? Uh, I, like, coaches aren't prepared for him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now that he's a... F- and I hope Indianapolis is creative enough to where they don't try to just play him like Andrew Luck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I hope they change it around and make it fit. Because Brissett is athletic. He'll get out there. He'll make plays with his feet. Yeah. Uh, so, I, I hope they do play to that at least a little bit. Yep. All right, next. For four, I have um, a little bit of a sleeper. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Nick Foles. Okay. I'm very curious. Jacksonville is one of these teams that seemed to be going in the right direction. Uh-huh. Um, but at the same time, like, they were trying to fuck themselves over. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? By yeah, yeah. paying Blake Bortles, it just... Nobody nobody thought that was a good idea. Right. On a, uh, anyway, I mean, we see how it worked out, but... Uh, Nick Foles, I want to see if, if the magic's still there. Yeah, I, I think, do too. 
I think Jacksonville roster-wise is similar to Philly. I think uh, very physical defense. And I'm I'm expecting them to, to bounce back because they were a little bit, you know, rough last year. Yeah. Uh, but Foles, Foles adds, like, a, a veteran presence that they've never had at quarterback. Yeah. To me, like, they've always – they've brought in, like, journeymen before – but they've never brought in elite journeymen who've shown superstar potential, right? And I'm I'm curious to see, uh, does he make it work? I mean, and he doesn't have to be crazy to make it work, right? But to me, he's a winning quarterback. Like he he gets he gets more accurate as the game's pressure increases. Mm-hmm. And again, Jacksonville has never had that. No, I haven't. So, to me, they're a respectable team. I think they're going to upset a lot of teams. I don't, I didn't look at their schedule, but I would expect them to upset a number of teams that they play this year. I think so, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. And they play the Chiefs first, right? Is that what I said earlier? I think so, yeah. That's going to be a good game. All right. Um, my fourth man... And it's going <laughs> to, as much as I'm going to big him up, I'm also going to, you know, talk bad about him. But my fourth is Dak, man. Ooh, I got to see what Dak does. I got to see what Dak does this year. I have to. The way he's been talking this summer, the drama around the Cowboys, um, I think he has a lot to prove. His value he has to prove. He has to prove in um, leadership. And I... You know, the Cowboys are a team that, uh, you know, they're like a young gun. They think that they're going to be this team that can, like, build a dynasty. They're, like, on the incline towards a dynasty trying to. uh, But they need to win, of course. They have a bunch of good young players, yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying that's what what they think their ceiling is. But the way Dak, it's up to Dak. Where their ceiling is, honestly. Yeah. I how could, he plays. Dak, Dak is up there with Mahomes for a lot of pressure. Yeah, he does. He and, and Dak, to me, like, I don't if if Zeke's not there, like their receiving group is not that good. They it got better, but you can make a case the last two years they've probably had the worst receiving group. Yeah. Even when Des Bryant still played his last year, you remember how awful he was. Yeah. How he could not catch anything. Yep. He looked like a cornerback trying to play offense. Yep. It was so embarrassing. But yeah, man, it, I agree on Dak. He's got a. This is his year. It's either it is. if he plays well, he's getting the thirty-five million or whatever it is he's trying to get. Yeah. And if he plays bad, I mean, is he willing to take a pay cut? Mm. Or are the Cowboys just going to be like, nah, you know, maybe maybe they go another way. I, I would assume they don't do that, but unless he, he throws like 30 picks, but yeah, I also don't think he's going to do that. Right. So, uh, but he looked, he looked awful to me last time I saw him was out without Zeke. <laughs> yeah. Like, honestly, he looked like a, like one of these, like Josh McCown's, uh, like, like uh, wow. Ryan, Fitz, like these Ryan Fitzpat, like these journeymen. Yeah, 
like these the Case Keenums. That's what he looked like. Yeah, yeah. Like you're yeah, right. he's you know he can he can throw some touchdowns, but he'll also throw it to the other team when you you know put pressure on him. Yeah. Uh, so I I don't know, man. I I'm curious, and it looks like we're not gonna have Zeke. So uh, I just something tells me they're gonna lose one of these first early games. They probably will. Everybody's hyping them up because they got yeah they got the Giants. That's a free win. They yeah, don't, okay. They don't always take that free win against the Giants. They don't. And, you know, they're the type of team that will beat the teams they shouldn't beat and then, you know, get blown out by the scrubs. Yeah. They're one of those kind of teams. It happens often. Dallas, I don't trust Dallas one bit. Yeah. Like, they are a good team, hypothetically. Yeah. Like, if I looked at them on a Madden roster, I'd be like, damn, this is a good-ass team to play with. Uh-huh. But I... They, they'll find a way to fuck it up I'm sure <laughs> yeah so there you go that's my uh what was that fourth yeah all right what's your third um possibly the most exciting uh journeyman in the history of the National Football League <laughs> I, I don't know how else to put it. I mean Nick Foles Nick Foles is one of the best but yeah. this guy man Ryan Fitzmagic yeah I mean, my God, dude! For, <laughs> he was people, magic last year. In the beginning, like, like I've watched him throughout the years, and he has—I've never seen anybody else have the highs that he has, and the lows that he has. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, some days he looks like Ben Roethlisberger in his peak. Like he just. He just beams the ball 40, 50 yards to open receivers, and, and he makes these crazy throws that, like, only Peyton Manning used to make. Yeah. And then and then another – the next week, he's, he's inaccurate. Like, <laughs> literally, it's like he had magic last week, and he doesn't have it this week. Yeah. It's insanity. It's the- <laughs> Uh, space jam ball yeah and he'll and what's what's awesome with what why i love him so much is because he'll still play like he's playing that first week of you know touchdown <laughs> touchdown touchdown but it's it's not there yeah <laughs> like i like, like that too though dude, the confidence dude, doesn't go anywhere never, just the skill never yeah so he's to me, man. He's must watch. He's dude. He's this is the only time in my lifetime that I've ever wanted to watch the Dolphins. Like <laughs> right I never, now? I never. You know, I was like, I, I don't think I was even born when Marino was in his prime, right? Or I was like just being born at that time. Mm-hmm. I mean, who's who has cared about the Dolphins in the last fifteen to twenty years? Nah, nobody. So he makes them watchable alone yeah he does he does i mean you gotta you gotta say to yourself like what's gonna happen what is he gonna do he could he could start the year as like the best quarterback and then end it as like the 40th worst right (laughs) he's just crazy man yeah for sure that's a good pick good pick (laughs) uh that was third right yeah um, my third is um, Big Ben, man. Good pick. Big Ben, Ben Roethlisberger. Um, no more Antonio Brown. 
No more Le'Veon Bell. I I, I got to see what he does. I have to. And I know he's going to do – I know he's going to be Ben. I know it's going to be some exciting throws. I know it's going to be some crazy comebacks. But it's going to be a lot harder this year. And maybe it won't be that much harder because, you know, those guys basically weren't there anyway. It was the people who stepped up in their place last year that really, you know, finished the season for them. But um, it's a lot of pressure, I feel like, uh, because things said about his leadership and things said about his attitude towards his teammates. Uh, I want to see if he, you know, see what he could prove this year. That's all, basically. Yeah, I, I like that. I think this is the most motivated I remember, like, him being. Yeah. My guy quit the radio show. He's focused. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, you know, one thing about Ben, and he's similar to, to Fitzmagic in a much lesser degree. Uh-huh. Uh, ben, and he can't do this this year, but Ben every year has one game. Some some years it's two, but it's usually just one. Mm-hmm. Where he either looks like he quit in the middle of the game or he looks like he shouldn't be an NFL quarterback by the middle of the game. Yeah, he does. That, he can't have that this year. I agree. I think their window – I think Baltimore is really good. Uh, Cleveland is – you know, they could be really good. Yep. Uh, Steelers don't have a lot of room for error. No, they don't. Ben can't afford to go out there and – throw six picks and then joke about retirement like nah dude you you gotta play every night (laughs) joke about retirement yeah you're right we'll see what he does man that's a good pick though yeah what's next uh second Second. place um uh, i gotta see i gotta see a, a hopefully healthy carson wentz Mm, yeah, and I didn't. I didn't want to put him on my list because you know health just leaves things up to chance. Yeah, uh, but dude, like people he, have already forgotten how fire he was. Yeah, and he's lots to prove. He has to prove. You know, um, they made the right decision as a team. Yeah. You know, that's big. T- to me, he was very similar to Mahomes the year before. Yeah, now, he didn't. He didn't make like the, the left hand throws and the the crazy like under you know defensive player throws and stuff that Mahomes does. Yeah, <laughs> but dude, like, you remember that Redskins play where he was just sacked and all of a sudden he leaped forward for like thirty yards. Yeah, like dude, he made he made some crazy plays that rookie year or that second year. Yeah, he did. He finished with more touchdowns than Brady. And he played four less games. Yeah. Who and Brady won the MVP. Like it's insane. Right. Uh, he was just out there beaming it. But I'm I'm really curious, man. This is the healthiest I've seen him coming into a season. Uh, there was nothing like. I didn't hear anything about health issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember last year he was hurt for like the first three games. Yeah. Um, but I I, th- I just think I think Philly got better, and to me they were already stacked. You yeah. Know what I mean Philly. I mean, 
if if he could become a healthy quarterback like he was that second year and just even if he's kind of 80% of that like Philly could have a, a dynasty on their hands honestly yeah cuz they could be good for the next 3 to 5 years yeah i agree i agree and they're a well run organization so i i'll trust them to be good for you know extended period of time but but again Wentz is going to be the key mhm it starts with him Good pick. Um, my second was Lamar Jackson. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Number one, I mean, <laughs> my homeboy. Yeah, who else could it be? Patty Mahomes. Man, Patrick Mahomes is the. He's, he got to be the most exciting football player I've ever seen. Man, honestly. Dude. I can't think of someone that I've. I can't think of someone that I've watched like the same play ten times of that I do with him sometimes, multiple times last year. You know, he to me, and again, this is off one year, yeah. So it's tough to know what he's gonna look like, you know, going into this year. But Mm -hmm. he played like a gunslinger all last year, and he like. You know, outside of a few picks, he never became inaccurate. Yeah, you're right about that. And like, and he was such a gunslinger. Like some of the throws he would put up, I was like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> and it's it's on the dot to to Sammy Watkins or Tyreek Hill. Like, yeah, like bro, how was he sprinting almost backwards, dodging like three tackles? All of a sudden, he just beams it. Yeah, it's, it was crazy to me, man. Yeah, the flashy passes, it, like you're right, man. It's just picking anybody else as more exciting is just it's false. It's incorrect. <laughs> yeah, man. I, and I thought about it for a really long time, like over this whole summer, pretty much. I was trying to figure out if I've ever seen anyone do more, you know, spectacular things in one season that he did last season. Like, he has a career worth of highlights in one year. Yeah. So, I mean, if anyone is more excited to watch anyone but Mahomes, I mean, really? Come on, man. Yeah. Let's be, yeah, let's be real. Yeah. Let's be honest here. Uh, so shout out to Mahomes, man. Shout out to everybody on the list. It's going to be a good season this year, I think. Hopefully, everybody stays healthy. Um. All right, uh, moving on to basketball, right? Team USA. (laughs) Team USA. So we've talked about the... We've talked about the roster of Team USA. The FIBA games have started. They're two games in. Um, Team USA is 2-0, but barely. And I've watched... Most of the first game, but I watched all of this last game. And when I tell you, <laughs> I've never been, I've almost started rooting for the other team today, honestly. I almost started rooting for Turkey. I almost uh, learned the Turkish chant so I could start <laughs> chanting it at the free throws. Dude, Ilyasova was cooking us. Cooking. 
How old is Ilya Sova? In mid thirties, gotta be. He's like, I remember he was about to retire last year. Let me find out for sure. Ilya Sova is thirty-two. Not too bad. Okay. But man, the buckets he gave us today, buckets. And then <laughs> Scotty Wilbekin, man. I don't even know you Turkish. Oh my god, neither did I. And Dude, he, if you know Scotty Wilbekin, you're a, you're a college basketball goat <laughs> as a fan. Yeah, I mean, if you remember him at least. Yeah. Um, he played at Florida. He was Bradley Beal's point guard for one year. I think Bradley's second year, right? I believe so. Yeah. Um, Scotty was good in college, but he was a fun player to watch. He was. He was good. He was a good uh, floor general. He was a good floor general for the team. That team. He gave us four threes, dude. He was working Kimba every time. He had two floaters, one right in Kimba's grill. He got a four-point play on Donovan Mitchell. I couldn't. I couldn't believe it. He should get signed today based off how he played. And if he didn't foul out, we probably would have. We probably would have lost to them. Um, I don't know Cork Maz's first name. I I guess I could look it up. Uh, but Cork Maz was on fire. Fort Fort Moss or something like that. Forkan, Forkan Cork Maz was on fire. He can't crack. He can't uh, get a fucking minute on Philly. Dude, he hit some. He hit some major clutch threes. I think he either had three, two or three threes, and wasn't that much. But he didn't miss many. I think he only missed one, and he hit three or something like that, or hit four, missed one, whatever. But man, Team USA with these lineups, Miles Turner, please, dude, please I learn watched, how to play basketball. I watched the highlights, dude. He. He was getting worked on every fucking play from every the, what play. I saw. Every play, man. Miles Turner, come on, man. <laughs> he looked so bad, dude. Come on, man. He looked like that big that like coaches pick up in high school that never touched a basketball. Yes. <laughs> you're just like, oh shit, you're huge. You got a hoop, like. <laughs> right. Dude, he looks terrible. Plumlee didn't even see the floor. Jalen Brown played like the first quarter and was benched the rest of the night. Thank goodness. So he started out terrible. Came yeah, right out the gate. I'm not like you can't make one good decisions, but there's still three other things that you're handling poorly. Right. <laughs> um, Brooke Lopez came in just jacking threes. It was terrible, man. Then um, Middleton again playing power forward. Um, they just couldn't guard anybody. The pick and roll, they were work, they were working. I say this little dude that was going to the rack every time, just finger rolls all over us. Um, anyway, let me get to the fourth quarter. Fourth quarter comes around. This is a close game. Um, Ilyasova gets a clutch, clutch, clutch tip, a tap in. Um. Why is Joe Harris boxing him out? Oh, Joe Harris was just up to 
He might as well have been Turkish today. <laughs> you just told me. You just told me uh, Ilya Sova was working us. <laughs> Why is Joe Harris on him on key plays? <laughs> it might have been the pick and roll, but I don't know, man. He Joe Harris shouldn't have been in the game on key plays. Period. It didn't matter. Agreed. But then I, I guess he was in the game because if they didn't score, if Ilya Sova didn't tap that in, they probably would have been fouling. That's the only reason why Joe should be in the game. And he's really just an okay free throw shooter. Threes is really the only thing he's good at. But anyway, so the tap came in. It was like nine seconds left in the game or something. Six seconds, something. Uh, we come out of timeout. No, no time. No, no timeout. We came down court. Pass it around, pass it around. Jason Tatum gets it at the three. Pump fakes. One guy flies by. He shoots it. Um, Chetty Osman fouls him on the three. So we were down by two. So hooray, we won the game. Point one seconds left. Tatum's at the line for three shots. He's like an eighty-six percent free throw shooter. It's over, right? No, he misses the second one. Makes the first. It makes the third. Overtime, right? <laughs> and this is when we just got crazy lucky at this point so um fast forward to like nine seconds left um we get the inbound i think we're down one we're down one miles turner catches it he's looking around he pivots oh no, <laughs> oh, no. the ball is loose turkey Yo. has the ball joe harris rushes to the guy throws him on the ground Flagrant foul. Hooray. Check, uh, Turkey, we got this. Two free throws. Dude bricks the first one off the backboard. Didn't hit anything but backboard. Second one, it was almost an air ball. It barely hits the front rim. So they get the ball back, of course. Flagrant foul. Pass it to Chetty Osman. <laughs> he gets fouled. Two shots. He misses them both. Wow. So, it was a one-point game still. Um, They just missed four free throws in a row. And I think... No, there was no timeout. Off Chetty's missed free throw, we come down coast to coast. Uh, They give it to Middleton. Middleton gets fouled on the layup. Miss, I mean, he makes both free throws, and that's he the really game. He really only got fouled because Tatum crashed into everybody. Yeah, and Tatum almost broke his ankle doing it. Yeah. He had to get helped off the court on the last play of the game. I mean, it it was just chaos. It was all chaos. Donovan Mitchell turned the ball over more than I've ever seen him turn the ball over in my life. He just kept driving and like trying to do this like three sixty kick out. You know what they what people do when they like get stuck in the air? He did it yeah. like three times, right to the other team. Fast break. Um, Kimba. Played great. Thank God we had Kimba. Kimba's really, he really is the team, honestly. But he can't guard his matchup. You're right. And the, well, the problem is, pick and rolls, he can't guard anyone but his matchup. Yeah. <laughs> That's the problem. When Scotty Wilbekin got off of him, it was like four on five. Because Kimba's not there anymore if he's not guarding Scotty. Yeah. And Scotty and- was still. You know, giving him buckets, but 
The international bigs will hit the boards if if you put somebody little on them. Yeah, right. It's not like a Miles Turner who just fades out into the perimeter. Yeah. Speaking of, hold up, bro. I, I let you get away with it. Uh, that that Miles Turner turnover. You you saw it. Have you ever seen it? Just it it. When I saw it, I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Have you ever yeah. seen? Okay, so big men because they're not ball handlers, you know they they like to hand the ball off to a guard, and you create kind of like a quick pick and roll out of that. Yeah. Why the fuck are you going to a specific spot to hand the ball off? Not like the only dude is are waiting you going, for the play. Not only are you going to a specific spot, you're going to a specific spot where there are multiple Turkish defenders. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, seriously, I watched that replay. I was like, like your brain turned off for you to do that. Because <laughs> no logical high IQ big man would have just would have just le- like he like pro hopped inside the three point line. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why he did the pro hop. To to red shirts. My guy, the Turkish players are in red shirts. Right in front of him. (laughs) And the dude didn't even, like, sneak steal it. He was just just, right in front of him and just just took it from him. just swiped in his face, took the ball from him. (laughs) Yeah, man. I was like, dude, that is one of the dumbest individuals. That is like J.R. Smith type shit. It was, yeah. Like, what what is going through your head? It's just whoops, there goes the ball. <laughs> I was so, shocked, man. Yeah, man. So we barely made it, but we pulled it out. Um, I tell you what, we play like that against Australia, we're not winning. There's no way. We play like that against Puerto Rico again. We're not gonna, you know. Nah, I don't know. It's gonna get ugly. Spain? Are you kidding me? And I don't know if it was because they could shoot, but I think that was like a big that was a big problem because we only had like three guys that could really get out to the shooters. Everyone else was just standing there watching them drain threes, taking it out the net. I'm assuming I'm assuming Turkey went to a zone at some point. No, <laughs> they didn't. It was like a matchup zone, but not really. Uh, not a real zone, no. Because I'm reading that Team USA was, like, struggling to shoot, so they drove a lot. They were just uh, missing shots, man. Mitchell hit a lot of, not a lot of threes. Mitchell hit some big threes, and Kimba hit some shots. But no one else, I mean, Joe hit, like, one or two wide open threes. But they just weren't getting good shots. That was the problem. It wasn't that they were, like, Shoot, missing a lot of open shots. They just weren't getting good shots off. Every shot, every shot Kimba hit was off of a step back, which is his game. But we weren't getting good shots, man. And Tatum, Tatum's game is like so predictable for some reason. Like watching it on TV, I knew what he was about to do, and I can't even imagine if I was in front of him and like waiting for that move to come. He does the same move every time. And then the little Euro steps. How are you going to Euro step against a U- against Europe? Come on, man. They they know it's coming. They got like four Euro steps just stripped out of their hands. Middleton got one. Tatum had one. Jalen Brown had two of them just taken. God damn it! Where's the where's the basketball IQ? 
Like, what is going on? The thing is, man, they act like they're not playing like other professionals to me. And I don't know if this is Popovich's fault. Whoever's fault it is. It's like, first of all, this is the last time I'm going to talk about the position issue. But if you're a big man in the NBA, you're not letting a guard come down low and strap you. Right? Yeah. So why do they think Europeans are going to do it? They think like... Every time um, a guard got on any forward, small forward, power forward, or center, they cooked them. I just I told you, Chetty Osman gave um, Joe Harris like a Dirk step back. I mean, it's like he's not supposed to be out there. Chetty's a strong small forward, and Joe is a clear only a two guard. And it was just easy pickings. It was barbecue chicken all night for everybody. And then when your center is playing like a guard, Miles Turner or Lopez, who's like the led the team in threes, shooting threes, not making them, shooting them. I mean, we have no center out there. One is soft and one's 30 feet away from the basket. Harrison Barnes was the best center on the court today. Him and Ilyasova. Ilyasova was oh glassing people's shots. Oh, my. <laughs> It was wild, man. It was just, it was just, it looked like a team that, you know, went down to another team's level. No, and no disrespect to the Turkey team, because they're a good team, and they played really good today. Um, but USA, they didn't, they didn't bring their A game for sure. Bruh. <clears throat> and I'm looking at the size was an issue, like, bruh. If if they play Serbia, they're gonna get spanked. Valanciunas is on Serbia. Uh, uh Valanciunas, uh, Jokic. Yeah, they're gonna this, get spanked. Like, who's guarding Jokic? And Jokic comes off the bench. Bro, they about to work. <laughs> they got another. Who else is on Serbia? That's nice. From the league, somebody uh, else is right. I mean, the big dude, the Mar- Marjanovic, she's on there too. I think. I think they have a, a guard that's all right. Oh, Bogdanovich, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're getting worked. <laughs> Bogdanovich has been eating, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to... And they still have Tia Dosich? Oh, I don't know. Was he Serbian? I don't know. I don't think he's still playing. He shouldn't still be playing if he is. Anyway, uh, we got some rough games coming up, man. Second round. First round should still be all right. I don't know who we play next, but um, I think we'll be okay. First round. Second round is going to get ugly. It's going to get ugly. Shout out to Turkey, like you said. Played awesome. Yeah, shout out to Ilyasova, man. Oh, we played Japan next. I'm not worried. I'm not worried about Japan. I mean, you probably weren't about, wasn't worried about Turkey when you turned the game on. <laughs> but at least Turkey has some NBA players on it. Nah, I got you. Hachimura about to eat. <laughs> like, I don't even know if he's, is he playing? I yeah, he's like playing. He, okay. he played good last game. I bet. They're not letting Hachimura catch the ball. He's all they got, I think, honestly. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, yeah. Deny. Full deny. (laughs) 
back to the ball than I. Joe Harris ended up on on Ilya Sova. Like, it just that dude. Not on like you said, he shouldn't have been in the game. And like the fact that you're allowing this to happen means you're letting Turkey do what they're trying to do. And the craziest thing is, man, we have all those legendary coaches on the bench, and none of them <laughs> could figure out how to stop Scotty Wilbekin. We had Steve Kerr, um, Lloyd Pierce is on the. That's his name from the Hawks. I think so. Jay Wright, Popovich, and somebody else on the bench, and we can't stop Scotty Wilbekin. Are you kidding me? We can't figure out how to get past the matchup zone, whatever it was. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Go Team USA, man. I'm only saying all this because I really want Team USA to play their best. And all the guys who chose not to play, you guys are jerks, man, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Look at what you've done. We're squeaking by Turkey. It only took one of you guys. One. Just one. If we had one more all-star, we'd be fine. We'd blow them out. And it don't even have to be a good all-star. Like, um... Bradley Beal. Oh. Give me Bradley Beal. We're winning by 25. Yeah, I know. (laughs) For sure. We're not missing threes. We're not missing wide open. We're not missing free throws. All right. Moving on. I don't want to talk about it anymore. CJ McCollum would have been great. I mean. Yeah. Any, yeah. Any elite player in the league that apparently weren't trying to play. Jimmy Butler. I mean, if you get Jimmy, are you kidding? Scotty who? Like, we couldn't get a, a one decent big. Yeah, man. If we had a decent big, we'd be straight. I don't I even know. I don't know who I would say. Bigs, few of the decent bigs aren't American, so. If we had Carl Anthony Towns, we'd be better off. And he's soft, too, but he he's better than not having a big man at all, like we right. do now. <laughs> right. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. All right, what's next? What do we got? What other uh, U.S. Open, right? A little bit. Naomi Osaka got spanked. Djokovic shoulders jacked up. He's out. Both number ones are out. It's only like the sixth time ever two number ones are out in the U.S. Open. Um, Serena's still in there. She looks pretty dominant. It should be easy pickings for Serena, honestly. It should be. If she's healthy, yeah. And real quick, man. Did you see Osaka let Coco Golf talk on the? Yeah, yeah. All right. As nice as that was, Osaka is so phony, bro. Because when Osaka, and I said this before she even did this, I told my family this because they kind of like Osaka. Osaka, when she wins, she's like the nicest, coolest tennis player in the world. When she loses, oh. She just walks right out the arena. Doesn't say anything. Don't sign autographs. Don't give anybody five. Nothing, man. That's not cool. That's not cool as a celebrity athlete. 
you know, you, you kind of have an obligation to give people autographs, especially when they don't see you all the time, like at the U.S. Open, especially in tennis, because you see people once a year. You know, how many times is the U.S. going to see Osaka again in the U.S. playing? At, if they're if they're like a super tennis fan, I'd say three. Tops. So they're sitting up, you know, the little kids are sitting up there with that big tennis ball waiting for her to sign, and she just walked right out the gym because she lost? Yeah, Come on, man. Shit. God, that, that's not cool. When you win, you know, when you win, you're holding the little girl, letting her talk on your interview, you know, you kissing babies and stuff like that's cool, but you gotta, you gotta bring that same energy when you lose. It's it's yeah. more than the game, right? That's what they always say. Yep. Anyway, like you said they're expected, they're whole, they're held to a higher standard. Yeah. Like, bro, you're you're role mo- you're a role model. You should act in winning the same way you act in losing. Because the because the thing is, the fans act the same. Like. If the fans cared about you losing, they wouldn't be asking you for your autograph, right? Even if you lost. They actually care about you. They actually want your autograph even though you lost. Those are the people you definitely should be giving autograph to. Yeah. And if I'm if I don't really like you like that, I wouldn't be getting your autograph. You're a loser. Move on. I want the winner's autograph. Nah, these people like you. You know. Anyway, that was my short rant about that. And this is that goes for all athletes. I'm not just talking about Osaka she's just the recent example of it but all athletes man you lose lose gracefully and you, you're still someone's favorite player even if you lose still um anyway yeah man um Serena she has Wang Wang yeah she spanked her in like under an hour today yeah Okay, go ahead, Serena. 40, you got it. Forty-four minutes. Serena hasn't lost a set yet, right? Yeah, no. Yeah, man, it should be easy pickings. I watched her. Uh, I want to say it was the second round, but she looked good. She looks like she's in really good shape too. Yeah. Yeah, she. I mean, she's moving well, doing what she does best, hitting those shots. I'm not gonna lie. She, she, I swear she gets bigger and bigger every time I see her, but like, like stronger. Yeah, she looks like a superhero, man. It doesn't even look real. She really doesn't. (laughs) My, um, my cousin saw her on the on an airplane one time, and he was like, "Yo, who is that girl? She's, she looks so fit. She's huge." And then she kept walking, like he saw the Wilson bags, like. Oh, that's Serena and everyone tried to catch up to her and he's like man she looks she's even bigger and stronger in person and he's an ex-arena football player he's like well I don't know I don't know how much he weighs but he's 6'4 definitely like 250 mm. and he's like man she's she's huge one of the biggest women he's ever seen but it's like you said it's just muscle yeah yeah, man. Um, uh, Nadal is still in it. Federer is still in it, right? Yep. Both look good. Yeah. Um, Wawrinka is still in it. Nah, he took an L to a Russian guy, uh, Medvedev, today. He lost to Medvedev today? Yeah. Medvedev, is he? he's wild, man. He's fifth. I, didn't, I was not aware he moved up like that. Did you see all the fines he got? 
He got like nineteen thousand dollars worth of fines in the first two games. I heard. Yeah, you. I didn't see it, but yeah, he was. Oh, he flicked off the crowd one time. He snatched the towel out the girl's hand, threw it in her face. Dude. Um, I was going to defend him for the first one. Like, yeah, man, fuck y'all, too. Like, I would have been mad over some shit, too. No, but he did his on a sneak, though. Like, he pretended like he was scratching his head. and but uh, You know how they used to do in middle school? Uh, he's a little bitch for that. Yeah, that's what he did. Then, um, then like, he went up to the... the cameras on you, bro. What are you doing? Yeah, he knew. Then he went up to um, the line judge and said, you guys are all weirdos. You shouldn't have your job. You're weird. Something like, he said everybody's weirdos. I don't know if that, like, I guess that's supposed to hurt his feelings. I don't know where Medvedev is from, but Americans don't care about being called weirdos. Hey, but, he's Russian. I like it. Oh, they, I mean, I don't like the, the snatching the bag from the girl or the, the towel. towel from the girl. Yeah, well, the that's thing is, fucked up. Like, you're supposed to just point when you want a towel, you point at them and they bring you the towel. So I guess he didn't point at her and she still brought him the towel. So he snatched it, <laughs> so I didn't want the towel and threw it at her. Then he right. threw his racket up into the stands. He was <laughs> he was tripping, now, man. He somehow beat Vavrinka. No, he's nice though. He's I good. Know, but usually guys, usually guys like that get beat by the you know the higher tier guys. Yeah, Vavrinka is a beast, but he's really inconsistent. Yeah. Um. The other thing is, uh, <laughs> Medvedev has a therapist that has to come to every game. Savage. He's he's a head case, man. <laughs> I hope he turns up. I hope he. I don't know who he's playing next, but I'd like to see him play Nadal. I think that would be fun to watch because Nadal's kind of gangster too. Uh, let me see if I can pull up the U.S. Open bracket. Um, uh, men single. Oh, his! I don't think his matchup is set yet. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I think it's tomorrow. Like the whoever he plays. Mhm. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Mhm. Um, you got any other sports stuff, man? Uh. No. All right. Oh, he he plays the winner of Federer and Dimitrov. So could be Looks Federer. Like going to be Federer. <laughs> well, I mean, we don't know that yet, but yeah, two one as right now. Uh, Nadal plays Schwartzman. That should be easy pickings. Monfils. I forgot Monfils is in there. Monfils is fun to watch. And women's is this is gonna be, be an interesting uh, men's tournament coming down to the end. Yeah, well, yeah. If the I'm high interested. seeds make it for the rest, one of these guys is gonna like, you know, overachieve. <laughs> I'm curious to see who will it be. Like who? Medvedev. I mean, it, it, they're all ranked high. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. That'd be interesting. Monfi usually doesn't make it this far, but Monfi yeah. is good. He's just, he's just silly. And for the tennis fans, you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. Him doing 360 
you know, 360 winners and between the legs and behind the back trying to, um, you know, jumping off the ground all high like he's Jordan. Uh, <laughs> have you never seen him play, right? I've seen him. Okay. Yeah. You, well, you would know why he doesn't win all the time because he's a goofball. He dates um, Svitolina that's in the... Uh, is this Svitolina that he dates? I think it is. Her. She's about to play Serena, so... Oh, did you know Osaka dates YBN Corday? Bruh, what? Yeah. I didn't know that. That's crazy. <laughs> She's made like $12 million her career. And YBN has like one album out. She's point is, she's way over his pay grade, you know, class. But that's cool. Do you think, YBN? How did how did that meeting even happen? I was thinking the same thing, but you know, social media can do anything. True. She probably was like, "Hey, I like your album." He's like, "I saw you at the French Open. What's up?" <laughs> <laughs> I hope it didn't go like that. <laughs> <laughs> you probably. I mean, you know, I know they'd be checking their you. followers for the blue checks, the rappers. You're right. You're right. They do for sure. Um, Cause, I mean, no. I don't know. I'm not going to speculate. It's random anyway. No, but I feel like I feel like as a rapper, I would know who's following me before like a tennis player would know who's following them. I got you. Because rappers just use Instagram more than, you know, tennis players do. I would think, at least. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Uh, uh, you got a gym? I got one if you don't. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll put one in the chat for later. All right. Um, this is... I talked about this album a little bit. This is um, Mara Gray's Start of Forever. And the more I listen to it, man, the more I like it. So uh, I'm going to play... I'm going to play This Ain't a Thing by Mara Gray. Just left your man, now you with me When you hit him, you miss me You can say that this ain't love When we making love I don't wanna pull it out Now we got a baby coming I hope that means something This is everything the devil getting close on me, on me. Yeah. it's working for me Charlie said that I don't listen tell me what I'm missing that don't mean that this ain't a thing cause I do everything I play and take games I'm in the game gave you my heart and things and what you bring Shorty said that I don't listen Tell me what I'm missing Cause 
Cause we grown Now with your mama You on your own The one I think about When I get home No, you got a lot of niggas In your past I'ma be the one that's over there This ain't a thing by Mark Gray. Alright. New music. We got some. Where you want to start? Uh, what'd you say you listen to? I listen to Common. <laughs> Let's start there. Alright, what'd you think? Or you want me to go first? Yeah, I'll bounce off you. Um, I'm tired of Common, honestly. <laughs> I'm ready for Common to stop. Oh man, <laughs> I'm ready for Common to hang it up, man. I, like, I just don't know what else I can hear from Common. He just tells me the same stuff over and over again every time, every album. And all right, let, let me let me just talk about this album first. I actually really enjoyed the. Uh, most of the features other than Swiss Beats I hate hearing Swiss Beats sing never again please the rest of it I, I like the features I like BJ the Chicago Kids voice a lot and I could see I like I like Jill Scott I like Leakily 47 I love Daniel Caesar um, the rest Samora whatever Pinder Hughes no, no thanks. Common, just stop, man. Really, honestly. Like, I don't know why. Like, how many different ways can you say the same thing? He's like a Google Translate. He just, it's the same thing, and he just says it in a different song, in a different album. I feel like this sounds a lot like his other albums. But, I'm not. I liked, I liked a lot of the songs, honestly. I just don't like Common. That's really it, and that's me. I, for people who like Common, that's cool. You like Common, but I'd be perfectly fine if I never heard Common again. I'd rather Common just like A and R albums and just pick the features, pick the singles and stuff. But I'm cool. I'm cool on Common. 
<laughs> you go I ahead. Said a word, yeah. Go ahead. Um, I mean that, that was well said. First of all, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like you said, like you said, let me focus. You you took you took enough of a shot at Common. I'm not gonna do that. Is he one of the most boring rappers of all time? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. No I, one asked that, but all right. <laughs> no, it just... Uh, honestly... I wish you. Honestly, this album is more of what I knew he was... Like, he did. Like, he is so... He is... He makes rap music, and, and like... If if you listen to this podcast long enough, you know we, we love rap music because we listen to it all the time. We listen to everything that comes out. His shit is so boring. I want to go to a different genre. <laughs> yeah. Like, bro, I <laughs> I don't remember anything making me feel like that. Like, there's, like, sh- some of the shit we listen to is awful, and I'm like, I just don't want to listen to anything because that sucks. Yeah. His shit is not, it's not, like, awful because, like, he's a capable rapper. He's He's capable of putting songs together. But none of this shit captures my attention. Mm-hmm. None. He's so boring. He talks <laughs> about like he tries to talk about what's what's like relevant, and and he sounds like such an old head. And <clears throat> just, I feel like plenty of rappers have uh, like Snoop Dogg's album from a week or two ago was so much better than this. Yeah, it was so much more fun. It had so much more variety in the sounds. Like this shit, he sound he puts me to sleep. <laughs> yeah. And and I preferred, you know, what's crazy about Common is I preferred when his music was trash, when it was like the like the techno mixed kind of stuff that he was doing. Yeah. When and that shit was awful. <laughs> but I preferred that because at least like that has some personality to it. This shit is it's just so boring, bruh. I don't remember a, a project, an album I've listened to that just, that was just such a snooze fest. Yeah. And that's really all I have to say about it. Like, I wish I could shit on it song by song, but I went through it twice and I can't remember a line. I can't remember a song title. I, dude, the features you were listing off to me, I was like, I didn't realize I heard any of these people. <laughs> <laughs> Cause yeah. this shit was so boring, dude. He that Daniel Caesar song. Oh. It's such a missed opportunity, Bruh, So, once once I heard that, I was like, I understand what this is gonna be—a a boring, shitty, typical common album. <laughs> yeah. Again, I never heard the the whatever wave he had. I never heard that. Yeah. I think he's. I think he's like really respected. I think he's had some great legendary verses, but common he's just washed. You're washed. The last three albums were all washed. They were trash. This album and I don't think this album is trash, but the other let me let me not uh let me make sure I get the names. Black America again, trash. Nobody smiling, trash. The Dream of the Believer was alright. It was alright. But then, you know, let's go before that. That's when we get the universal mind control. Trash. Oh, yeah, that was the techno shit. Trash. Bruh. 
That was like that was like fun trash though. It was, yeah, it was. When he just bro, when he just raps, like it's literally like why, why, why have music? We're like bro, just rap like without the fucking music, just write books and shit. Like yeah, because that's what he likes. He likes to do like the slam poetry kind of stuff. Yeah, just do that. that's his that's his game. Like dude, the last for the only time he sounded great in the last ten years for me was. That uh, that movie was it? Not Selma. I don't want to fuck up the movie, but what was the movie he did a soundtrack for? Um, it was like an Oscar-winning soundtrack. Yeah, it was nominated, but yeah, I don't remember. I know what you're talking it, about. It though. was like a you know like uh a, like Marshall. A, it was Marshall, right? Marshall. Okay. The hold on, was this it? So, yeah, that's Marshall. Yeah, and and it's like for their good Marshall. He sounded good, but it's like it's not something I want to listen to. Yeah, you know. So it's like, and that's the only time you've sounded good on a soundtrack. I'm not sure why people even keep doing soundtracks with music that like isn't listened to a bull. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're gonna. Get all these mega stars to do a soundtrack, and I'm only ever gonna want to hear the song in the movie. Like I feel like it's a waste of money, and Common is a waste of money. Honestly, <laughs> him alone. I wish is this a waste shit would have sucked. Like it makes me more angry that it's like it's on the cusp of of garbage, but it's not quite there. Yeah, it's not garbage, but but it might as well have been. Yeah. Cause I mean, in this and the Daniel Caesar song you're talking about, this could have been a good song. If it was somebody else, not Common. That was the song he really tried to like yeah. reference everybody. <laughs> that killed when he was like referencing like Twenty One and J Cole. I'm like, dude, shut up. Yeah. Like, the game would have murdered that that beat, and with Daniel Caesar. You know, I can name ten rappers that that J. song Cole would probably be a hit. That. Yeah, J. Cole would work that. I can name ten rappers that song would probably be a hit. And Common figured out a way to make it boring. I yeah, dude. I never want to listen to him again. <laughs> I don't either, man. Honestly, man. Like, the, honestly, that might be the worst criticism we've had of anybody. <laughs> Because uh, I don't even remember, like, I shitted on the Swizz Beats thing in, in November. <laughs> yeah. But I don't remember saying, like, you know, Swizz Beats should retire and I never want to hear from him again. Future, I've been worse on on Future. Because <laughs> okay, okay, Future fair. is young and I think he should retire. Fair, fair. At least Common's, like, 48 or whatever. Yeah, give it up, bruh. Yes, yeah, over Common. He, if you're not going to... He's a half-decent actor. Focus on that. And the oh wow no don't do that either Common <laughs> don't listen to him Common Common was terrible in that um that I Liam Neeson movie him in action movies yeah 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 Run All Night yeah oh my God Common was terrible he was okay in John Wick too though all right all right let's move on <laughs> no more Common for the day too for much the time year on Common um. Uh,
All right. Well, what's next? You said you uh, listen to Sir, right? Yeah. How was that? Um, it made my weekend better. Okay. Uh, I I enjoyed this project. I gotta say right off rip. I heard a couple I, songs I, off of it, but I had no clue what to expect. Mm-hmm. Um, but I. I don't really even know how to describe it. It's definitely an R&B uh, album. It's like lo-fi R&B, right? Like kind of mellow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I like the features. I think they're not overwhelming. They, uh, they, they're they a nice touch to the songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like Lil Wayne. Kendrick was cool. Um, everybody else was solid. Like they didn't really do anything crazy, but... I was impressed with how good he sounded on some of the songs. Okay. Like, I, I was... I didn't realize he was that good vocally. Yeah. Uh, but he really impressed me. All right. That's cool. Uh, if, if I... I could point out a couple... couple tracks that I really liked. Uh, New Sky, I loved. Uh, Still Blue and The Recipe were three that I... Like, I, I was like, wow. Like, the... He sounds incredible on these. New Sky, Still Blue, and The Recipe? Yeah. Okay. But I would definitely recommend listening to this whole thing. I think this will definitely it'll get you curious to see what he does next, I think. Cool. There's a lot I of like anticipation this. about it. Yeah, I didn't really... I've never heard of him. I think I've just seen him on features. He's a top dog guy, but all the top dog guys just get hyped up for no reason. And Kendrick really must, well, maybe not Kendrick. I don't know who like the real boss is, yeah. but they must really, uh, you know, really be selective who they get because they're lo- they're kind of flawless with the people they got. They do have a lot of good artists, and I also like that they push like all their artists. Yeah, like they promote. You hear, like I didn't know about Sir, but like you said, there's a lot of hype around it. Yeah. Why? I don't know, they, but there was. They get Absol off of there. They could be flawless. He's still on there. It's <laughs> a, a long contract. <laughs> if he's still on there, if they get him off, they'll be flawless. Flawless roster. <laughs> he's their blemish. I did listen to another album, by the way. Um, but what was the last one? Lana Del Rey. You listened? I did. Okay, go ahead. Um, this was tough, man. I, it's, it's I, I gotta say, it wasn't for me. Uh, in terms of like the demographic, mm-hmm. uh, she's going for, and and I don't think this album is that good, but she sounds incredible from start to finish. Okay, explain. Like I, I was, uh, like I don't think some of the songs were like a little too slow, um, and just I, it was just. Almost like a blues vibe to it. Oh, okay. But she, like her voice and just this, like how she was singing sounded so good. It sounded so fitting on all the songs. Without her, uh, there'd be no Halsey, Lord. <laughs> I'm not getting into all that. <laughs> but, but yeah, man, I mean, this album overall, like I said, it wasn't for me, but I, I enjoyed some of the songs. I think I had maybe three or four songs that I really liked. I'm going to be straight up. That's really all I wanted. I'm going to be straight up. I hated her other album. 
And I vowed I'd never listen to her again after the first. Wait, does she have three albums or two? I only know uh, fucking old. What was it? Ultra violence? Is that what I'm? Ultra violent, violent. Well, whichever violence, one. Yes. That was the first one. I don't know. She has a few that um, what I'm looking at. She has like four or five different albums. She does. Oh Lust yeah, yeah, yeah. Life? Nah. I never heard of any of it except ultra violence. Ultra violence was the one I was like, no, nah, I'm never gonna listen to her again. Yeah. Fair. But Fair. um, I, wow, I didn't even know Lust for Life came out. I guess because I was already on the wave of not listening to her. But that's cool. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend this album. Uh, like, I found a couple songs I liked. It, if you listen to it, I mean, I think you could too, but, like, I'm not going to recommend an album for, like, three songs. Like, enough to for you to, like, come back to it? Like you, I'll come back to the songs. Oh, okay. All right. I'm not going to come back to this album. There's a, there's a nine and a half minute song on here. <laughs> Just want to point that out. And this is plenty of songs on there, right? And it's dragged out. This album is it, it's it takes its time. Okay. No thanks. Uh, I listened to Westerns Western Season Volume Two, and I've talked a lot about Western. They're one of my favorite British Caribbean rap slash R and B groups. Um, I say that because there's one singer and one rapper. And the singer kind of raps too, but anyway, uh, this is it's called Western Season Volume Two. Um, it's sixteen songs, and you know, it, this is for people who like Caribbean music, I guess, and don't mind listening to the British rap. But um, I liked it, man. I I really liked it. I, I've liked everything they did, so I might not be. I might be a little biased because I'm just really big fans of theirs. It was it was a good project though, and they have a good way of making having like albums that are complete spectrums. I guess like they have a dance song, they have a slow song, they have a song about the streets. You know, like they have something for all kinds of demographics oh okay but again you gotta like be okay with getting past their accents which I'm used to cause I listen to them a lot but mm-hmm. if you know I know some people are real picky about that but um yeah man it's western there's no vowels in it though W-S-T-R-N and I guess uh I think they're they name themselves that because they cause of how much people over there said they sound like western music or whatever which is our music but anyway yeah man i enjoyed it a lot um uh i could pick out some songs i liked i really liked they don't know i liked uh you and i liked my way yeah and maggie and star dog was the uh was the single? I'm I'm not sure why it's called Maggie and Star Dog, and I've listened to it a couple of times. Still don't know why, but anyway, yeah, man. I don't have any more new albums. Do you? Uh, I don't have anything new, but uh, her like the the two EPs she had combined. Yeah. 
Uh, and I would, I would definitely recommend listening to that if you've never listened to her. Yeah, we we talked about both the EPs, right? I don't know if we talked about both. We might have talked about the second one. That's the one with um. Oh, I can't. You can't even see them separated any, anymore, huh? No. Okay. Yeah, I liked both of those too. It's, I mean, her is just. Her is like, I don't know, man. She's a freak. Like, she's a freak talented. She's, like, good at everything. Her voice is so clear. I don't understand why her voice is, like, so crystal clear all the time. She's she's had a GOAT feature year. She has. She's popped up on a lot of good tracks. And performance year. Her, like, award show performances have all been fire. Her, uh, Her guitar solos are fire. Yeah, she's she's had a good year, a good run. I'm I hope she comes out with like some heat next year. Like a crazy album that like shocks the world kind of album. I think she's capable of it. And and with her features, she's definitely like um she's uh broadened her horizons with her features. Yeah. Cuz her I features like sound nothing like her songs, which is interesting, you know? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Shout out to her. She was a go on Chris Brown. Yeah. She was a go on Ed Sheeran. Yes. That's, that's still uh, my favorite song on there. Yeah. Super fire. Yeah. All right. Um. You want to hit some uh these top fives? You want to explain what it is? We got another uh, top five. Yeah, we got a nice. Uh, we, we wanted to get into some albums that we didn't like, but that still had things that we liked about them. <laughs> yeah. uh, so we did a top five songs off albums we did not like. <laughs> yeah. And I was very specific on the not like aspect of those albums. Yes. Uh, so let's get into it. Me first this time? Yeah. Um, Number five... I have Keys to the Kingdom off the Gift album, the Lion King Gift album. Okay. Um, I hated that album. And I, I don't... Beyonce, man, I'm sick of... All right, I've been ranting a lot this podcast, but this is the last time, I promise. I'm sick of Beyonce's, like, trying to start this wave, trying to start a wave thing. Like, it doesn't feel organic when she does stuff like this. Like, The Gift. Mm-hmm. Having a soundtrack for the movie, but it's, like, not really a soundtrack. It's, like, a album soundtrack. Album yeah. inspired by the soundtrack. I don't like that, man. I'm not going to go too deep into nobody, it. Nobody cared about that shit, honestly. I know, because it wasn't good. So, yeah, but I liked Keys to the Kingdom. I played a little bit. Um, I don't love it, but I I like it, and I but I hated the album. So, okay, you got it. Fifth, uh, at fifth, in in one of the better song rap songs of the year for me, uh, Giannis, Freddie Gibbs. <laughs> How about you like the Freddie Gibbs album? You didn't like it? No, <laughs> Giannis is hard too. I thought about putting that in mind too. I did. I did at first, and, and I I kind of went back to it at those following few weeks. Yeah. And it was just like I skipped more tracks every time, <laughs> to the point you where you just I mean? listen to Giannis. 
I, I mean, I listen to Giannis, and I think the the Pusha T and and Killer Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was it. Okay. Uh, but I mean, that album, like, it just it let me down more than anything. Mm-hmm. I just I had better expectations for it. Maybe that's on me, but great song. <laughs> just one of the hardest songs of the year, too. It is, yeah. Anderson had a good feature year too. Yeah, not a good album year as far as I'm concerned. <sighs> wow, <He's> still hating. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. Uh, my fourth is uh, "What You Saying" by Lil Wayne off the DJ E Feezy Wolf of South Beach <laughs> album. <laughs> the album was completely garbage. Every single song was garbage except for. What you saying by Lil Wayne? Cause Lil Wayne's a goat. So I don't have anything else to say about. It. I don't even know who DJ Efezi is, but he needs to stop <laughs> making albums. Yeah, get him out of here. Unless he's him and Wayne make a collab album. That's it. All right, for at four, I had to. You couldn't get him on your list. I had to get the the goat of garbage, <laughs> Future himself. The garbage king. Yeah, the goat of trash rap. Yeah. Uh, it's all off, off the wizard, the one he, like, presented uh, early in the year. <laughs> like, why Why is it called Future Presents? Like, come on, bro. Yeah. Get him out of there. No, but uh, the, the song is Promise You That. Uh, I think I played it as a gem a little while back. Uh-huh. Uh, and... and and I hate that Future does this because, like, he, he sounds really cool, like, occasionally. Uh-huh. But it's so rare. It's so far and few between in between. I don't know why. But it kills me. I don't care it, it anymore. It really kills me, and, and I hate that, like, he's become... I just hate a lot of the things he does. I hate how he pushes for collabs that aren't even good matchups <laughs> like aren't good yeah collaborations like he forces collabs yeah he does he has like too much chemistry with like eight different artists where it's like they put out way too much music together like what the anyway yeah it's a great song i've like i said i played it as a gem but i hated that shit okay um uh, my third is Dreams, Fairy Tales, and Fantasies by ASAP Ferg, Brent Fayez, and Salam Remy. I wanted to pick something off there. <laughs> I like this song a lot, man. I haven't listened to it that much, but every time like I'm scrolling through and I see Ferg, I go and listen to it. And it's just so much better than everything else on there, man. Everything. So, I mean, and that was kind of recent. So if you listen to us, you recently heard us talk about the floor seats album by asap ferg and also asap ferg and future should go and just stop doing music together wherever they're not a joint project together yeah. <laughs> in the winter i know it <laughs> right oh god what's your uh where were you third For third i have i guess it's not a hot take between us two but uh i put under the sun the intro to Revenge of the Dreamers 3. <laughs> okay. Uh, great song. I think I think the song kind of shows the peak of the album. 
Mm-hmm. Like the album tries to duplicate that song with the same style of songs. Yeah. And they and they all sound worse. Yep. Uh, so I mean, it, it was you put the big names on the opening track, which was good. You know, Kendrick pops up randomly. The uh, baby sounds good. J Cole obviously sounded good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it's a fun song to listen to. Yeah. Uh, I don't go back to it too much though, because it it does remind me of how much of a letdown. Revenge of the Dreamers 3 is Well that's a good segue Cause mine is uh My number 2 is Down Bad And <laughs> Off the same album Yep The next track Yeah the next track And those two tracks Are really the only ones I ever listened to Yep Um the rest of it is Garbage And it's just It's It's messy garbage It's a crime That they're not rapping In the order that they're listed If they were rap I think the album would be Five times better if when I looked at the track list and I looked at the names, like that was the order I heard them. So I knew yeah. who was who. Like, I don't know who Zoink Gang is by their voice. Who is Zoink Gang? I don't know who Young Baby Tate is by his voice. I don't know who Mez or Davion. I don't know these people. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And if I did, it might be a little bit better. But I don't, so. And Middle Child, man, is got so played out. I don't know if I've heard a song get played out more than that one this year. Uh, yeah. They, they gods planned it, but it's not as good of a song, so, like, you can't do that. Not even close. Yeah. I never want to hear, I never, ever, ever. Ever, ever want to hear J. Cole with auto-tune again. Please. Oh, man. Don't let him use auto-tune, man. I don't like it. I didn't like it on there or on, um, he used it on London a little bit, right? Yeah. I didn't like it there either. Why? Why did he come, why did he wait this long to start using auto-tune? Like, after he's already had two albums go platinum with no features, now he want to start using auto-tune. I don't know. Cold World does a lot of questionable things. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, number, you're number two. My number two is um, Young Grizzly World off the album Scriptures. <laughs> wow. And, and you it's kind of like a, that. All right. a, a hidden gem. It for, is. For me, it's not really like I, w- I probably wouldn't play it on the podcast or. I don't even think I've played it for anybody, like, in the car or anything. Yeah. Uh, it's just a song I really like. You hated the uh, T. Grizzly record? I mean, album? Scriptures? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I may, Maybe I didn't say that because I am a fan of his. Yeah. Uh, and I try to give it the benefit of the doubt. Uh, but it's it's a bad album. All right. It is. I agree. Really bad album with a... To me, to me, I really like uh, YNW Melly on the the last track, and I feel bad for liking him, but I, I also do. Um, <laughs> number one now, right? Yeah. <laughs> Good old Jaden. <laughs> Summertime in Paris it might be my favorite song of the year, man. And the thing is. And I know we said we had to really hate the album, 
I'm not sure if I hate the album. I just know I like Summertime in Paris so much more than everything else on the album. It's like, if Summertime in Paris wasn't on the album, I probably would like the album better. But because I heard Summertime in Paris, it's like, this album is really trash because this song is so fire. You know what I mean? Yep. Summertime in Paris is beautiful, man. <laughs> I don't, it's weird because when I play it for other people, they're like, you like this? I'm like, yeah, it's fire. Yeah, I've had mixed feelings on on it too. Yeah, it's, uh, but oh well, man. I completely agree. I put it at one too. <laughs> I mean, it's just you put it well. I mean, the the difference in the from song to album is just is is huge. It's the biggest difference out of all <laughs> all the other ones. You know, I could hmm, debatably say that out Jaden sounds better on summertime in paris than he does on anything else on the album like easily yeah for sure it doesn't even sound like the same guy to me it it, to me like he sounds incredible on summertime in paris and i think he only reaches good on like maybe one or two other songs (laughs) yeah if that maybe the kid cuddy song and i there, I think there was one more that I don't, I don't even remember, but like he does that's better it. with features for sure. Yeah, and it's, I mean, I, I, she's a feature, but it's hard to even really count. Like, what's he gonna do? Yell upstairs, "Hey Willow, come down to the studio." Like, it's not, it's not the same as like, uh, you know, getting and, ASAP. And she, she sounds flawless when she comes in. She does. I, I like, and I like the little how the auto tune is just very slight. Yeah, yeah, they sound great, man. They sound beautiful. It's such a good song. It's crazy. It might, like I said, it might be my favorite song of the year, and I haven't listened to a song off Aries since like the second week after it came out. Not one yeah. song, but I listen to "Summertime in Paris" like every other day. So it'll be, it'll be on my if we do a top five or top ten songs of the year, it'll be on there for sure. It'll make my. Top ten easily. Yeah. All right. Well, that's our fives. Um, I'm gonna play your gym, and then we'll come back after that and wrap it up. Okay. Um, you want to introduce? Uh, just a good song from early in the year. I don't really want to introduce it. Just let it play. All right. Cool. Uh, listening to cameo, smoking on the patio. Polo chinos, a pro club, plotting out the next go. Couple weeks in Cali, smoking the best, getting some rest. Then it's back to the full court press. Niggas playing for keeps, trying to be the next sugar slim baby, a masterpiece. I don't pass that weed, it's all for me. I roll this, so I'm only for show. Go smoke it, go and get your own shit. Focused on rolling on. Broke for me and all of my dogs involved with taking jet life, tailor gang to the stars. I done bought Ferraris from pinning these rap bars. 
And I didn't stop there, I got so much more inspiration Something you should reach for See me in that Porsche that should push you to go hard I've done it, you could do it Ain't no difference, it's only real ones in the building You need to start really living Make money every minute The more things change, the more they stay the same I stay high, peak game Sound the trumpets and celebrate with buckets of champagne Save the sparkles, I got the light showing my rank And when we exit, they say the best just left here And the rest is just like, uh. yeah This is the life, bitches and nikes, uh, planes and chucks, uh, bottles uh, and luxury. Uh, and all the bad bitches fuck with me, and them puss ass niggas don't want none of me. This is the life, bitches and nikes, planes and chucks, uh, bottles and luxury. Sports cars in the front yard, dream big and we live large. Uh, all the gang rules apply when you fucking with the guys, brought enough so we all can get high. She with me, don't be acting all surprised. I get more money today than you see for the rest of your life. Tell you once, I don't gotta tell you twice. All my bitches treat me nice, and my crib feel like paradise. Ain't gonna have as much fun as she had tonight. And if you got a plus one, everything alright. It come to girls, I don't trust none. Khalifa Kush, I'ma crush some. We gon' smoke till the sun come up. Your nigga got a problem with it, hope he don't run up. I'ma take a shot, that's enough for both of us. And if you bring a friend, I'ma let her in Andretti OG, that's the medicine I'm trying to get high as the rent Niggas comment on the smell, but I take that as a compliment Don't fuck with no hating, cause we don't do that We counting the paper, no, we don't lose that Since I leveled up, I never moved back World of weed, bringing all the booze Don't stretch her, cause she gon' choose This is the life, bitches and nikes Planes and chucks, bottles and luxury And all the bad bitches fuck with me and them puss ass niggas don't want none of me. This is the life, bitches and nikes, planes and chucks, uh, bottles and luxury. Sports cars in the front yard, dream big and we live large. That was the life whiz currency. Uh okay. Um, we got any like anything else important to say today? Uh I don't think so. Um <clears throat> uh, Did you hear the ASAP <clears throat> song? ASAP Rocky? Babushka that one? Yeah. Is it cool? It's straight. I heard a lot of people like it, but they're like ASAP fans, so I think it's I'm just happy, okay. I'm happy he's back. Yeah, I am too. I'm happy he's making music, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad he's back, but it's it's alright. I, I could play a little bit of it real quick. They call me F-L-A-C-K-O and don't play no about my place Fake potato on that Draco, new bandana on my face Ain't no stains up on my drapes, squeaky clean, fuck you say Peep the teeth, no dentures please, princess nuts, no dentists please Say cheese for the cameras, ain't G's for the dancers Been G's for the safe, that's right, been leaves for the fans Yeah, it got a nice bounce to it He's, He doesn't do enough of that I agree Seeing that, like, a lot of his most famous songs are upbeat and uh, yeah. he doesn't, for some reason, he doesn't stick to 
<laughs> what's working. That's cool. That's his world. Um. Uh, I guess that's it, man. Yeah, I, I'm gonna be honest. I don't think I'm gonna listen to anything for the next episode except Post Malone. What else drops? Shit, I don't care. <laughs> I just like I can't imagine. I mean, I don't see anything. Miranda Lambert, like what? Nah. I'm god. Oh, that's later anyway. Uh, Iggy Pop. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, man. Post Malone is it? I'm deep diving into it. Seventeen tracks. Let's get it. All right, we talking about each track. We might have to. I'll be ready. What's it called? Hollywood's Bleeding? Yeah. That sounds like it's going to be fire. Did Babies on there? If he's three for three. Man. Future and Halsey on the same song? Ah, don't tell me that. <laughs> that that shit better not, Future better not fuck that shit up. And then I knew he had Ozzy Osbourne so coming randomly. I wish um I would like him to do like a full feature album, Post Malone. Yeah, I think that'd be fun to hear. Good features I'm, though. I'm really curious what he's gonna sound like on this. When is Drake and Post Malone making the record together? Dude, he might hop on a remix. He doesn't hop on as many remixes as he used to. Who Drake? Yeah. Yeah, busy guy. Yeah, he better have some heat coming too next year. All right. Um, let's see. Throwbacks, throwbacks. I am going to. <laughs> uh, we've played a lot of Fab on here already. <laughs> hey, he's always he's got plenty of good throwbacks. He does. I'm gonna get soft this time though. I'm gonna go something soft. I'm gonna go with um. Man, am I bugging? Oh, I'm going to go with Jennifer Lopez. Mm, I like it. All right. Uh, definitely, um, you know, uh, subscribe to us, follow us, whatever, on all the thank you. Thank you guys for listening. streaming platforms. Thank you. This is episode 70, and we'll be back. <laughs>